Welcome to the iAfrican Bytes podcast. My name is Tifo Mohapi. I'm the editor-at-large and CEO at iAfrican Media. For the past decade or so, Facebook has been investing millions of dollars into telecommunications infrastructure and partnerships to connect Africans to the internet. The impact of these investments and partnerships has not been quantified until recently. Kojo Boakye is as Facebook's Africa Director of Public Policy, and he joins us on this episode of the iAfrican Bytes podcast to give us more information on Facebook's connectivity infrastructure projects in Africa. Good day, Kojo. Trust you keeping well? I am, I am. I trust you are too, Tefo. Let's get straight to it in terms of uh, Facebook's connectivity projects on the continent. Firstly, could you just give us a quick breakdown behind Facebook's mission to connect Africa to the internet? Our mission in Africa to connect Africans to the internet is tied to our mission as a company. And you're probably aware that the heart of it is to bring the world closer together. Our full mission is to give people the power to build community and bring the world closer together. You and I doing this Zoom call, and there are other apps available to the listeners, understand how important the internet is for bringing people thousands of miles, more than 6,000 miles apart in our case, together. Uh, So we see connecting Africans, especially in light of the lack of connectivity on the continent, as essential to not only our mission, but also the the goals and the aspirations of the continent as well. It's funny, Tefo, actually, in our team, which is the Africa public policy team, indeed the Africa, Middle East and Turkey team, we have our own values as well, which is to co-create opportunity. I think those are intrinsically linked to Facebook's mission, of course. But that co-creation of opportunity in a digital world means people must have access to the internet, especially if they, if they wish to use it, they must have access to the internet. And I think that's where most of our drive, zeal and consequent investments stem from. It sounds good. Now, can you give us some case studies or even some success stories of what you've seen so far your projects have done or the benefits they've brought to different people or different countries? Yeah, I mean, to be frank, there's a, there's lots. You can look at, in South Africa, a relatively small fiber build uh, in Joburg, in Deep Sleuth and Katunhong. Your pronunciation will be better than mine. Uh, yeah, Katunhong. Yeah, has helped connect thousands of people to better Wi-Fi, better internet, and brought them improved connectivity. If you look at our fiber build in northern Uganda with BCS and Airtel in an area really miles from Kampala, the capital, where people said, you know, why are you building there? You know, you, you know and I, African, will know that lots of companies and investment has gravitated towards densely populated urban areas. I think people asked, why were we building in northern Uganda? And already we've seen hundreds of thousands of people connect or have better connectivity as a result. And actually, the mobile company in that area who has worked with us in partnership, and partnership is central to everything Facebook does on the continent. Airtel on this occasion uh, went on to increase all of its base stations or improve all of its base stations to 3 and 4G on the back of that fiber build and on the back of the demand pent-up demand that was being met by that fiber build. So those are some great examples straight out of the bat. And then I could take you to DRC where we've had fiber builds. I could take you to Nigeria where we've had fiber builds as well, where already hundreds of thousands of people are connecting uh, in places like, again, back to South Africa in in Cape Town with the University of Cape Town, where we have Express Wi-Fi rolling out. And many of the students have told us, and I was actually at that launch, many of the students told us how much the Express Wi-Fi connectivity had improved their ability to study and to learn and hopefully for those that I met obtain strong qualifications and degrees etc from the university 
uh, in Cape Town. I like that you mentioned that, especially because what we normally see is that once you start bringing internet connectivity to communities, it also opens up sort of other linked businesses or opens up other opportunities that people never imagined existed. Yeah, 100%. And I I think that's been well documented, Tefa. If you look at great introduction about the recent work by Analysis Mason to try and quantify the impact of our investment. And I think it speaks to to what you say, that once you bring connectivity, especially internet connectivity, then there are these knock-on benefits that feed into the, the, certainly the microeconomy where that connectivity arrives and used, but also the macroeconomy. So since 2008, 2009, the World Bank have been quantifying the impact of a 10% increase in connectivity and the impact that has on GDP. But we see that all the time, Tefo, in providing people in villages, in my mum's village and my dad's village. I mean, I remember some years ago when we first provided voice connectivity, how that changed people's lives. And you can imagine with internet connectivity, the ability to be informed as it is well documented of market prices or of the weather or of the latest news or indeed as Facebook applications have provided information on forestive information on COVID. That ability, that benefit from connectivity can't be overstated. Now, as we wrap up this call, I mean, should we be expecting more? Because I know you've been doing like things like partnerships on subsea cables. And as you mentioned, like express Wi-Fi going forward, will be, there be any like new partnerships? Yeah, I mean, I mean, Facebook from day one has always been open to partnerships. And I've, I've said on this interview that, you know, our work is only done in partnership. And I should say that's partnership with many of the private sector players. But also, if you think about it, it's partnership with governments who create enabling environments for innovative business models and technologies to be launched. It's partnerships with CSOs and orgs on the ground who provide much of the digital literacy training or support us in providing much of the digital literacy training that we do on the continent. So I think we're always open to those partnerships. We do see more of those developing. And I think with the to Africa investment, landing in at least 16 countries in the region and bringing more capacity than through this one cable, one of the largest subsea cables in the world, more capacity than Africa has at the moment. I think we're gonna see a lot more being done by Facebook. I think that particular investment Tefo, is also a, a massive signal of intent and a massive signal of Facebook and its partners, including companies like Vodacom in SA and China Mobile and Wyok, et cetera, a massive example significant one of their confidence in the future of the continent and therefore their our willingness to do much, much more. I think I like the idea and it's going to happen with the True Africa cable. And obviously, as I said earlier, the more connectivity, the better because other opportunities open up. Kojo, I trust you'll have a good week further and thank you for your time. Thank you for listening to iAfrican Bytes. Do check out our other podcasts on iAfrican.com forward slash radio. That is I-A-F-R-I-K-A-N dot com forward slash radio. 